That'll put hair on your chest. Oh my gosh, we're back. Hello. Hi. Welcome to season two of It's a Shame. Yeah. Happy January. Happy January to you. Um, This is the podcast where we talk about shame and things we're ashamed of, and we try to uh, get rid of shame one podcast at a time, (laughs) one topic at a time. Release its power, if you will. Yeah. When we just meander our way through. Mm Mm-hmm. We're happy to have you with us. Yes. Thanks for being here and coming back and joining us. And yeah. And we're we're rusty. Yeah. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. So this will be interesting. Yeah. It seems like forever ago and like no time at all. <laughs> and I, I love that I, I was like reflecting back on the last time that we podcasted and we were like talking about all the things that we were going to do. Mm-hmm. I did zero of those things. I, I mean, I didn't do zero, but like. I didn't do as much podcast prep as I would have liked. Oh, yeah, right. In terms of podcast prep. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> uh, we're still working our way through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're back today, and mm-hmm. uh, it is, it's, we're, we're podcasting later than we normally do in the evening. Yeah. We're coming in hot. It's quite late. It is. But you know what? We're doing this for you people. <laughs> we, we, we worked all day, and... Um, Mm. It's very much worth it mm-hmm. to have these conversations. Um, and I think tonight's is pretty topical. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we're talking resolutions, so I think that that's kind of top of mind for everybody right now. Totally. Resolutions or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Resolutions and all of the things that have to do with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a lovely holiday. Mm-hmm. We really did. Yeah. It was jam-packed, but it was amazing. Yeah. I think it's like my favorite holiday in many years. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. The end of this year has just been totally bonkers. Like, it's just been like one thing after another, and yeah. I'm going to come into 2020 like hot. Yeah. Event after event after event. And then our entire friend group caught the same disgusting cold. Yeah. <laughs> that has just lingered mysteriously for I so did something long. that I swore, well, I didn't swear I would never do it, but I just never thought I would do it. I left a, a New Year's Eve party yeah. because I, I didn't have a voice mm-hmm. and I had like this awful like viral laryngitis. Like, yeah, because yours manifested in some laryngitis. Yes, it did. A lot of people just had like really gross coughs. Some people were just super snotty and congested. Like yeah. it was all over the map. Yeah, it was. It's gnarly. And if you hear me do I right now, like I apologize in advance because you're going to hear me do that weird recovery cough. Like <laughs> after you're getting over a cold and like your cough isn't productive, but occasionally you're like... <laughs> And it's just like so dramatic and like, <laughs> but it's like there, it's like a tickle. So yeah, get it out, get it out. And the whiskey is helping with that, but also not helping with that. Mm-hmm. It's like warming the throat, but also awakening the tickle. Yeah. Well. So um, <laughs> on the note of awakening uh, the tickle, mm-hmm. um, brand new information. Well, yeah, brand new information. It's exciting. Um, so this is information, exciting information. <laughs> this is brand new brand information. New information. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I I really didn't prepare anything for brand new information, so I figured we'll just jump right into yeah. it. Um, this will be brand new information to me. Do you have a resolution? Oh. Um. Not officially. Mm-hmm. No. Uh-uh. So you haven't registered one with the state? No, I haven't. No. no so, I didn't do the paperwork. No. Well, then it's it's not official. It's not official. So, so. it's just you're freestyling it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going, you know, independent on this one. Uh, no, I I mean, I have... I mean, we'll get into it, obviously, because that's the topic of the show. But no, I, I would say not officially. Okay, that's, so that's, no that's official. That's where I'm landing. How about you? No, I have a whole monologue about how I feel about resolutions, <laughs> okay. so that's still coming. Um, but if you do want a fun piece of brand new information, dear listener... Um, I have glasses. Oh, yes. Danielle got glasses. Yeah. You know, it's funny. My whole life I wanted glasses. And then um, I went to uh, the optometrist and they were like, turns out like you you need glasses for distance. Because I've needed them for reading for a while, but it was so minor that I didn't do anything. And then they were finding like, oh, you need them for distance. Like I was upset, which is kind of <laughs> funny because I wanted them my whole life. Isn't that always how it works? Totally. Like when you were a kid, you always wanted braces because it was like it looked fun. Yeah. But then when you were an awkward teenager and actually had to get them, you were like, God damn it, why now? Yes, I know. (laughs) Why now? I couldn't feel uglier. No, I was a junior (laughs) in high school with braces. So thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's when my parents like were able to afford them. So like that's when they happened. Yeah, totally. Um, But yeah, so I have glasses and- um, How are you feeling in them? Well, my vision's great. Um, so I can see things up close really nicely. They, they are a booster. They were explaining it to me at the place where I got them. But then driving at night, um, I can see better and things are a lot more clear. And I take them off and I notice a difference. And so, um, yeah, you know, like I'm able to read things that I couldn't read before and I didn't know that I couldn't read them. You know, it's like mm. you don't know what you don't know. So mm-hmm. um I shopped for them forever and probably have tried on every single pair of glasses known to man and then finally just went with uh, the pair that I have yeah, now. Yeah, they're good. You landed on good ones. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. And um, and now I'm now that I realize I need them, I'm already like, well, I need another pair. Yeah. That's the thing. I have, I think, three right now that I'm rotating and I'm already like, I need more, yeah. more, more, more. Because it's like when you have to wear them all the time, like I should. Um become like part of your outfit and sometimes they're just not vibing with what you're feeling and you're like I need like multiple moods with these glasses the the pair that I'm wearing right now I'll put a photo on Instagram they're like an oversized um cat eye but they have a like a champagne um like plastic kind of like resin frame and part of the reason I got them is I was like oh they'll go with anything like Mm -hmm. they're very utilitarian Mm -hmm. but already I'm just like but what if I had a fun color (laughs) you know or like maybe I want like a gold wire frame yeah yeah yeah, so oh yeah I kind of want to do I mean it gets expensive and so I can't but uh, I kind of want to do the thing that Ali Wong does and then she just gets like cool and like it would be so fun to shop for them too like cool like vintage um sunglasses frames and then just puts her prescription in them yeah I'm like oh that's such a cool thing because yeah. then like basically with every outfit you've got a pair to go yeah and then we then maybe that's maybe that's something we could do in 2020 yeah. now that we play just, around with glasses. I know we have glasses now <laughs> look at us with glasses it's not just you it's me too we could be a glasses podcast mm-hmm. so many glasses <laughs> we know both of our partners wear glasses and Lily wears glasses and a lot of times when we're on vacation, I look. I would look at photos of us, and I would think like, "You guys look so cool with your glasses." <laughs> and I would be like, "Man, I just want glasses." And now every time, like, I look at myself, I've been taking a lot of selfies, and I'm just like, "Do they increase the fact that I like look cool, or like, do I look less cool?" I'm doing a lot of psychoanalysis about what glasses does to one's uh, <laughs> physical appearance. Yeah, it turns out glasses don't really. Uh 
you know, make your insecurities go away. No. <laughs> they just change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, but you know, as somebody who never wore them, yeah, they just looked cool to me on mm-hmm. everybody. But mm-hmm. now, but now that I have to wear them, I'm like, yeah, it turns out I'm the only person who doesn't look cool in glasses. You know what I mean? Well, you're just not looking at yourself. Exactly. Well, yeah. Hence all the selfies. I'm trying to, go. though. I'm really it's trying like, to look at myself. How are these appearing to others? Yeah. God, if only... Well, actually, I don't really want to know. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, it would be nice if I knew, but then I also don't want to know at all. Yeah, totally. Well, okay. So my brand new information is... Actually, I, I was thinking... I was having a hard time because over the break, I remember like hearing new facts and being like, oh, that's brand new information. Yeah. And then never writing it down. No, no, that's no. That's my classic move. And I maybe that should be my resolution. Write that shit down. Write that shit down. <laughs> Write that shit down. You need, you got to like have like an, uh, I almost said an iTunes notes section, like in your phone. Like yeah. do you ever use notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. But yeah. I don't for some reason use them for brand new information. Yeah, I'm going to like encourage you to start a folder called yeah. new information. No, I did that today actually. So I, I started a whole new shame pod one cause I was like, Oh, I need to come up with some new topics. And so I started like ideating topics. And then within that, I have a whole section for brand new information and I did write one down, but I was boring myself when I was writing it yeah. and I was like, I'm not going to use that. So, uh, basically my brand new information is not really brand new information. It's more like information that you revisit and you're like oh okay yeah so i watched francis hoffer the first time in a long time Mm. like i haven't seen it since the theater yeah so that's been a hot minute yeah so i watched it last night um last night the night before the days are running together my friends um one of these nights um and it's within the last year yeah yeah (laughs) and i remember adam driver being in it right so like she moves in with those two guys Mm -hmm. and one of them is adam driver and the other one is this kid named benji and they like have this cute relationship they like joke about how they're like practically married but they are always calling each other undateable so it's like kind of platonic but he probably has a crush on her anywho that guy benji yes do you know who he is no he's joel from mrs Maisel. what it's Joel. You know, and here I am looking at Joel all the time going, I've seen this motherfucker yeah. or something. It's yeah. totally Francis Ha. And he's like super cute and like, yeah, I mean, annoying in that sort of like we're really like arty and pretentious because we have a lot of money way, but also adorable. Um, but yeah, so it was the fun. Noah ba- the Noah Baumbach effect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's funny too because when I was watching Francis Ha, okay, I kept, I knew that she's a dancer in the movie and I kept waiting for the moment where she's trying to create a dance craze. And I was like, when is this coming? And then the movie ended and I was like, what the hell? No, that's Damsels in Distress. It's like an entirely different Greta Gerwig movie. And here I am being like, oh, it's the future with Miranda July where she's trying to do like 20 dances in 20 days or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. And she has the whole scenes where she's like dancing in front of the... Yeah. Yeah, but there's this movie with Greta Gerwig called Damsels in Distress, and, like, her character, like, her whole thing is that she just wants to, like, make a dance craze happen. And because she's a dancer in Frances Ha, for some reason I got the two just, like, mixed up. And I was like, and I was like, does it come in the credits? Like, when does this aspect of this movie happen? You're like, oh, yeah, it's the director's cut. (laughs) I I literally thought that for a second. I was like... Am I just watching a different version of the movie? And then, no. I looked it up and I was like, right. Different film. Different film. 
But it was interesting watching Francis Ha, and I encourage everybody to watch it because it's a it is a really delightful film. It's um, it's a really good sort of look at female friendship. Yeah, and the way that it changes and sort of like how things can get like codependent and mm-hmm. how you need to like find your own voice and your own independence and and um but how a friendship can sustain those rifts yeah and and moving on into like romantic relationships and all that it was just a really lovely look at all of that and I was yeah. like oh I forgot that I I really do enjoy I feel like deep film. relationships like in general whether it's a like a platonic friendship or a romantic partnership like it's so important that you individuate yeah. from time to time. And yeah. it, it, you know, if you really love spending time with the person and you love the person, sometimes it can really enhance it because you come back together and you have so much to talk about. Right. You know? Well, and there's also the aspect of it too, where it's like when you're younger, you have all the time in the world to spend with each other. Right. And when you get older, like, you know, you have to move forward with your life and that takes time and attention and, you know, that yeah. you aren't spending on your one and only best right. friend anymore, you know? Um, so yeah, it was good. I need to rewatch it. I think mm-hmm. about that. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers. She, when she goes on a trip. Yes. I think about that all the time. Oh, I know. I think about that. I've only seen it the first time in the theaters and I think about that scene and that concept mm-hmm. so much. So I, yeah. should, I need to rewatch it's it. It's really good. Well, and then it also gave me some sort of insight into um, Lady Bird because she, Lady Bird is what I said. Um, she co-wrote it with Noah Baumbach, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because you see little like twinklings of Lady Bird start to happen in this film because like when her character goes back to Sacramento mm-hmm. um, in a scene for the holidays because she lives in New York, but she goes back to Sacramento, there are like shots that are like, little Lady like I love you notes to Sacramento, Sacramento and it very much has and you're like oh okay you can see it kind of forming here I love that yeah it's really cool anywho yeah. I need to watch it <laughs> that's <And> Francis Ha <laughs> and this has been the podcast talking Francis Ha <laughs> yeah um, well, no, it's topical. I mean, you know, she, uh, Oscars are coming up. Yeah. Well, and that, that is kind of in line. Cause I guess another like mini resolution, but not really a resolution that I have is like, I'm trying to see as many Oscar nominated films as possible because I love the awards season. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also Same. just because I've been doing that, you know, we've actually even together seen way more movies in the theater over the mm-hmm. past few weeks than I have in the past few years. It's been delightful. It's been really great. And I'm like, I should do this more. I, I have, need to see I have more a films. Movie theater fear though. Like yeah. after the shooters, like I have, I mean, like with every situation. Yeah. Like I go to see a live show, I'm like, where are the exits? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I I do that in the movie theater a lot. And I've had to like convince myself like hey you love doing this just it's okay be present in your body but yeah it's it was hard for a while for me to do that but um doing it a lot this um movie season oscar season in the theater has been really enjoyable yeah it really has and like oh I don't know if you heard that, but the cats are meowing. Catboy <laughs> is on one. Oh, Catboy is having a night. He got a new toy, and he's very meowy about it. He's sassing around the house. He is very much sassing around the house. So, yeah, they might make their 2020 debut. Okay, they're coming in hot <laughs> to, the, to the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but okay, so speaking of coming in hot, like, uh, let's talk about resolutions. Um 
So we've both decided like we haven't really made. I don't like, well, I don't, okay. Go, do your monologue. I'm, I'm curious. I am not a fan of resolutions in the same way that I really don't like when I hear people I love put like restraints on themselves mm. that are unrealistic and founded in self-hatred. Mm-hmm. And that bums me out. Like because a lot of resolutions tend toward that. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Everybody's gonna lose weight. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Everybody's gonna lose weight. I'm gonna stop eating so much sugar. I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. It's it's a lot about like restricting things and cutting things out. You know, mm-hmm. and like, and and it's, sometimes it's good if it's good for your health and you're trying to like lower your cholesterol or whatever. Or maybe you're like, my resolution is I'm gonna walk more. It's better for my heart. And it's like, yeah, that's great. But there's something um, about, like, a resolution that's so black or white and, mm-hmm. like, setting yourself up for black or white thinking. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want anybody to, A, have pressure to change themselves and, B, feel like they fucked up if they didn't, like, follow some bullshit to the T. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. No, totally. Oh, no. Now the cats are chasing each other. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think that. um my my thoughts on it are very similar where like I've been thinking actually really quick I had this idea where people who like might be avid gym goers mm-hmm. just in general they should resolve to take January off of going to the Can gym you imagine? because it, well it's going to save yourself a lot of headache because the gyms are crowded because everybody's doing their resolutions yeah. they're all going to drop off like at the end of January it's just statistically going to happen so like give yourself a break from the gym and like maybe run around your neighborhood or get outside or something Try do some other of kind of exercise like leave the gym to the resolution people yeah. for January <laughs> Uh, but no, I like that idea. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Um, it's a little tongue in cheek, but it could be fun. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think about this or I've been thinking about it in this way that like, I think that resolutions are just sort of this stuff that's tumbling around in your head all the time. They're like, I should, I should, I should. Right, right. And, you know, like, oh, I didn't get around to it. And then you feel bad about not getting around to it. So then you make yourself this, like, impossible list. And then, again, with the time constraints, it's just you're setting yourself up for stress. Yeah. Because, like, now you have, like, this thing that you're obligated to do. I mean, I understand that, like, structure can be really important and healthy. And, like getting on a schedule is really nice for people and like all of that stuff. But just that like sort of like list of shoulds that you just have this strange sudden deadline. And then also, can we be honest? January is not a great time to start anything. No, it's not. You're exhausted from the holidays. Like you've been overeating. Sure. Whatever. You've been like indulging a little bit too. Like why go cold Turkey? Like wean yourself off that shit. I know that's, that's what I mean. Like it just seems like, and, and I, I mean, I could do another monologue about how arbitrary like fucking time is and how like, suddenly it's a new year and then people like decide that it's like okay it's a new year it's a new new year new me i hate that i do too stupid and i get like i get wanting to like be a better version of yourself and like improve upon some of the things that you've observed and you're like you know so like in terms of me having a resolution, I, I don't know that I've ever really had one. Um, I mean, if I did, I can't remember because clearly it didn't make much of an impact. But, um, 
I, I mean, it's 2020, so I've, I've been, I'm burning the candle at both ends. I'm leaving my full-time gig and starting uh, my own business, and it's really exciting. And so instead of having a resolution, I've tried to just observe that I'm super busy and try to, like, be gentle with myself with, like, certain language I'm using. Mm. It's interesting you brought up the should, mm-hmm. like, um, the shoulds and the coulds. Like, like would all that, like, um, like hypothetical pressure language. Right. I'm trying to like use less of that. And if I find myself being like, you should have done that. Or like, you could have done it that way. Or like, oh, like I just, it's like, stop, mm-hmm. be gentle with yourself. Like you're doing a lot. And you, the most important thing is like marathon, baby, just keep going. Yeah. Like, don't get hung up on one thing. Yeah. I mean, like maybe a good and healthy resolution is to just sort of look at like, okay, what are the things that I am doing currently that are like positively um, impacting my mood or, you know, my career or whatever. And just say like, okay, let's resolve to give myself props for those things. Uh, Remember that I'm doing them Mm -hmm. and that uh, I'm not just like mired in like, I'm so stressed out. I'm like, no, look, you're making inroads. You are making strides. Like, let's, you know, keep, yeah. keep on that track. Keep on that track. Yeah, and not get, like, caught like caught in the weeds, which right. is, like, you know. Because I think that, like, at any given time, I mean, you know, everybody has their highs and lows and stuff, but people are just doing their best mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. And um, when you look at that and say, like, hey, like, what are the ways that you are – like doing your best best right now. Right. Like what's working and what isn't and like and then maybe finding stuff within that to like give yourself some some strength points, right? Like oh, this mm-hmm. when I do this, like I am like feeling like I'm actually getting things done and I'm at my best, but then don't like overdo it too and think that like now I have to put all in on that. Yeah. It's like it's moderation. The black or white stuff. Right? Yeah. That really like is hard for me. Like with the resolutions, it's just like anytime you're you're doing like yes, no, black, white, this is good, this is bad. It's like yeah. it can get really tricky. And then a lot of times people like kind of turn on themselves if they like quote unquote cheat or if right. they, you know, and then it's like, oh, I fucked up. And it's like no, everything's just a process, you know, like it's not. Right. And I mean, I think that that's another thing with like the pressure of resolutions too. Then like, you know, this is where like the shame factor comes in is like what happens when, you know, you kind of stop working on it as hard or you're not like fulfilling a resolution or you said you were going to do something all year and you only made it like two months like or you talked a big game to everybody and you're like this is going to be my resolution this is going to be my resolution yeah and a lot of people do that because they're like oh it's accountability but I'm like but it's also just way more pressure you're putting on yourself yeah and I mean like if that's what motivates you go for it but like also kind of that whole balance of just like no, knowing when to like give yourself break. Yes. And, and yet not, and also like not hold yourself up to like what other people are doing too. Sure. Because like, I mean, I know that competition can be healthy, but I think competition is a little bit different than comparison. Yes. Where you're like comparing yes. yourself to somebody else and yeah. what they're doing. And that's like, that can be really hard because you're like, well, why can is this other person doing so well on their like resolution to work out more or diet more yes. or whatever, and I'm failing? Yeah, 
But it's like you don't you also don't we don't know the the interiors of people, right? Like you don't know their life. Like you don't really know. And also you just have to do like what I feel like I'm going to sell you, try to sell you a crystal after I say this. I'm like, <laughs> you just have to do what feels right for you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but honestly you do yeah. like, and you know what? I, I mean, this is some advice I try to work with in my own life. It's just like, I try to make decisions that like benefit me, serve me or like in my best interest most of the time. Yeah. And I know that sometimes I'm just not going to, right. like I'm going to do things that I'm like, I may regret that. And it's like, that's okay. It either burned off steam or it felt good in the moment or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. But I need to have those in order to want to get back on the horse tomorrow and be like, all right, trying to focus on this thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I think that there's also a difference between looking at like things that you want to do that you know enrich your life. Like say travel, for instance, Mm -hmm. I want to travel more. Uh, not me. I mean, I do. Yes. But like just the proverbial you, you want to travel more, um, you know, then like saving money, obviously, and like saving up like PTO and all yeah. of those things, like, m- like making like goals within that wider, I guess, resolution yeah. are, are, a, it's a good thing to do, but then also like not Never one thing being like your whole soul focus. <laughs> like, yeah, like when it becomes right when it becomes like oh, um, I spent too much this month, therefore I'm like failing on my travel more. Yeah, save up to That's travel. That's what I mean. The black or white. Yeah. Like when it, you, then then it just leads to being like self judgment, self doubt, and it's like yeah. So, but I so instead of like New Year's resolutions, like um, what I really enjoy is when people tell me like. I'm going to try to do blank more or mm. I'm going to try to do blank less. Mm. Like the the ones that like get me, like I said, are like when it's like, like written in stone, you know, mm, it's mm-hmm. like, um, but yeah, like, I mean, you mentioned one that I totally agree with, which is like walking more, mm, mm-hmm. like just like going for walks, mm-hmm. number one. And then also like we're going somewhere, we're going to have coffee or we're going to do this. Like we're going to meet for breakfast. Like, okay, you walk from your house. I'll walk from mine. We'll meet right. there. Yeah. Like, it's just nice. And I, we mm-hmm. don't walk like a Southern Californians. Like, yeah. you know, to quote the famous song, no one walks in LA, <laughs> you know, like we just don't walk. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's a nice one because it has a couple of benefits, right? Yeah. Like you're outside, you're breathing fresh air, you're, um, you know, getting some exercise but then also it's like, it's just more stimulating. It's good for, I find personally, it's great for my mental health. Yeah. I find that when I go for a walk mm-hmm. um, and I get out of the house and I get out of the car and I get out of the confines of whatever space I'm in and suddenly it's like either I have on the headphones or I don't and I'm just walking, I'm taking in things. Exactly. That's the whole. And it lets my mind wander. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love about like a sort of goal like that is mm-hmm. to say like, oh, okay, I, I can rethink like the daily things that I do. Yeah. And that's doable, right? Like instead of driving to the market that's three blocks away, yeah, like a true Southern Californian, we're just going to walk there. Yeah. And like, those are like the things that you can do like, oh, in my daily life, like maybe I 
take a certain route to work even when I'm driving and like maybe I change it up one day. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So just like mixing up the routine. Yeah. Mixing up the pattern, like making things a little more interesting. Right. Less about convenience, more about because, yeah. exploration. Yeah, totally. Because I think like even the slightest shifts in your own perspective can make huge differences, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's harder to make huge life changes if you're day-to-day routines otherwise stay the same or if your perceptions of the world otherwise stay the same right so like hey if you want to like maybe choose to like read a new type of magazine article or like slight things that you can do to like kind of switch up your uh like mental routines too Mm -hmm. can really help just kind of like spur other changes that aren't like I am making this hard and fast rule without changing anything else that I am suddenly going to become a person who does a totally different routine in all aspects of my life. And like perception is reality. Like that's the whole thing. Like what you perceive to be true is like your existence. Right. So, um, no, I love, I love that. I love that idea. And, um, you know, I think, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I mean, just on that too, like, I think that we've talked about that in terms of like travel and stuff. And when you get so excited to be somewhere new, you're so much more open to new, like, uh, sensory experiences and just general experiences. And so kind of like maybe treating like your daily life is like less routine and a little bit more like there's something new that I can see your experience today. Yeah. Well, it mixes it up. And it gives you something to look forward to. So I don't have a resolution, but like one of the things that's on my, like what's going to happen in 2020, Mm. um, at some point I'm going to start jogging again Mm. because you made me think of it when you were saying, um, like walking, seeing things, doing things, I would be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I would inevitably enjoy it Mm -hmm. because it put me in an area of San Diego and I would leave from my house on foot and warm up. And then I would try different routes and I would, I learned patterns. I learned like when people would walk their dogs. You learned more about your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I just, I learned so much about the neighborhood Mm. and people would see me and they like knew and then they'd wave and like, yeah, it was just, it was a really enjoyable thing that. If I'm not out, whether it's jogging or walking or whatever it is in the neighborhood, I don't know that world exists. So, you know, and again, it's not black and white. It's not like, all right, I'm going to run a 10K by the, like, sure, maybe I will. Who the hell knows? Probably not. But (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day, the goal is just that I do remember enjoying that activity. So I'd like to try to do more of it. No, totally. I mean, that's funny because like it's bringing to mind a thing that I did like, oh, probably 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more than that. (laughs) Um, and it was back before, like everybody was like taking pictures like on their phone all the time. But I did this thing where I decided to take like a photo every day. Yeah. But it wasn't like, like a selfie or, you know, it wasn't like the typical type of like a picture of my cat or whatever. It was just like being out in the world and seeing Mm -hmm. something like weird or unique and like taking a picture every day that was like, oh, that's a new weird sight to see. Right. And like kind of challenging myself to find things. And it was like, it was actually a challenge. Like when, you know, you were working a full-time job and like your day consists of like being in your car, going to work, being in your office, 
being in your car, coming home, like, yeah, what you, you have know, to get creative. What new things do you see? Yeah, you you, to, like, it totally makes you start to see like I need to like get a new visual situation in my life, and mm-hmm. it would be like sometimes it was like things as simple as. Um, I was wandering around my office building and I found, um, like a room that had, um, a bin that was like light bulb recycling. So I just took a picture of all these like random light bulbs in the light bulb recycling bin. Or like I walked to get lunch at Trader Joe's and like there was, you know, just the line of red carts by the brick wall and like juxtaposition juxtaposition of like the different reds and the different textures it was like take a picture of that yeah you know so it kind of like makes you like get out of yourself a little bit and like creativity and like like see something in a new way or even and I what I liked is when you were saying a thing about like the light bulb where you work is like yeah like we're all in a way married to routine of like driving and going to work and but it doesn't mean like it can't be done it just means like something like that challenges you to find the uh, the, something different or something unexpected that maybe you've looked at a million times, right. but you're never looking at it through the, no pun intended, lens uh, <laughs> of trying to say like, what, what about this is, is beautiful or what about the composition of this would like make a nice photograph, right. you know? And, exactly. and that's, yeah. Yeah. I had some friends in college who did that, a photo a year, a photo a day for yeah. a year kind of thing. It was incredibly fun. I think, yeah, it was probably like an internet thing that was going around. And I just was like, yeah. And I just remember some days I hated it because I was like, fuck this. I don't want to be creative and I don't want to take a picture. But like when you force yourself to do it, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So some of the um, illustrators that I follow on Instagram, they've been doing like 30 drawings, 30 days. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. It's super cool. And like, it's just fun to watch. So I love anything Mm. like that. That's just. It's funny because I, I was like, oh, I have no resolutions, but I am doing this thing. And it's right. It's right here, actually. Uh, it's this journal called One Line a Day. And oh, cool. um, it has slots for five years. So you do like one line every day for like like five years, basically. Um, yeah, so I've been pretty much keeping up on it. I think I started this in 2018 and fell off um, mid-January. So I picked it up again and I'm trying to get all the way through January at least. So. Nice. That's really fun. Yeah, Something it like is that fun. I really enjoy, like well, the creative piece. And it's really fun too because um, when I was filling out the one recently, uh, when I looked at the 2018 one, it was like Golden Globes. And then I was like, oh yeah, it's all around the same time. And I'm always excited. Yeah. Award season. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking earlier about the Oscars and mm. who's hosting? No one. So what do you, so what do you do? In a, and I ask you this because Lily is notorious for her, uh, she'll make a themed cocktail based on the host. This is year number two, right? This is year with number two no with no host. host. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. Um, I don't know. I think that Jamie came up with some solution and I can't remember what, but it's like the absence of a host or the absinthe of a host. I think it involved <laughs> this vodka that he found that's black. 
Oh, okay. And something that has to do with absinthe for sure. So maybe we'll make an absinthe of a host. Absinthe. Well, this is going to be our fun. Yeah. Hold on to your pants. Wormwood for everybody. Um, Yeah, no, I I mean, I'm excited about it. So I just segued hard. Oh, yeah. said Golden Globes, and I was like, ooh, Oscar season. I know. It's so good. Well, I mean, you know. It's pretty shitty this year, though. The nominees are pretty shitty. It's disappointing. It's super disappointing. Yeah. When I heard the Joker got like 11, okay, now granted, I haven't seen I haven't Joker seen yet. Either. I'm going to see it. We're yeah. going to watch it together. We're going to hate watch it. We've We're going to hate watch we'll, it. We'll, we'll, you know what? I say that, but maybe we'll enjoy it. We'll get back to you. I'm sure that the acting is superb or whatever. I just have a feeling that I'm not going to like the storyline much. I saw the trailer and I was like, I'm so conflicted about what I think this plot is about. I also don't, yeah, I mean, even in the trailer where he's just, like, forcing his mouth or whatever, like, just the self-violence of it and the self, like, hatred, I'm like, I don't really think that I'm going to be able to get behind this character because, like, I understand self-hatred 100%, Yeah, but, like... Just in the way that it manifests, I think it's going to be a hard watch. Yeah, and I, I just, I am like, uh, I feel, I, I'm already nervous to watch someone who is emotionally vulnerable and fragile, kind of really get the shit kicked out of them by the world, mm. and to see that then manifest what I will assume in it's some way an will extreme be violence, a mental illness that also then includes like violence and Uh I'm like I don't know I'm just nervous I'm nervous about the whole thing which maybe that means it's a great film maybe the fact that we're even having this conversation (laughs) right now means that but I I will say female directors we had a ton this year Mm -hmm. not a single nominee I know people of color vastly underrepresented yeah I mean Oscar's so white I mean absolutely oh yeah I saw an article that was like Oscar's still so white and I was like yeah yeah (laughs) I feel like there were a lot of roles that got, like, passed over. I really... I mean, I love Dolomite. Mm-hmm. I'm bummed Eddie Murphy didn't get in there. Well, and I a th- lot of people are saying it's, like, completely crazy that the um, the costume designer didn't get nominated because those costumes yes. were incredible. They were incredible. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, anyway... Maybe, maybe in the future, like our January podcast is just always all. kind of like it's award season, and that's all we want to talk about. We can only talk about the movies. Yeah, no, we we um we we had a it was a good year. Who do you think was best picture if you had to choose one? Mm. Like who's your, well, I should say what was your favorite film of the year? Oh my gosh, that's so tricky because uh, I like a lot of one a lot of them for different reasons. Um, I loved Knives Out. I thought yeah. it was an incredible movie. I'm It was a journey. I am so confused how it did not get nominated for more Oscars. It's insane to me. Um I really think that I'm going to vibe with Parasite. I haven't seen it yet, haven't but I'm about either. to watch it and I have a feeling that that's going to be my number one just based on what I've read and like seen and yeah, I think I'm really going to love that movie. Um and then there's like a really warm, soft place in my heart for little women mm. because I think it was just so like deceptively well done. Yeah. It was like almost 
to, well, we've seen so many, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think like it's a very complex story that's been told a lot of times. And I feel like it's it was finally told in a way that was, it simultaneously like honored the book, but also captured the spirit that is really progressive yeah. within the book. And, yes. and it honored a lot of the characters and it, it wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't one dimensional. Like Amy, yes. for example, who I've always loved, like was, reading it, I loved the character of Amy and the film. I never vibed with Amy. I did not like Amy. And in the Susan Sarandon v- version, I just say Susan Sarandon because she was Marmy, but that <laughs> version, I just like, you can't, I can't get behind Amy in that movie. Well, no, because like Amy's essentially villainized as yeah. like a character, mm-hmm. which is why this film is so great because Amy's actually like a two dimensional character who's got like the, the financial pressure of like, you know, your family's going to basically, like, go under, like, or whatever. I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, no, I... See the movie. <laughs> no, and that's the thing, like, about this movie. Like, it definitely, like, opens the characters up and, and the way that the book does more. Mm-hmm. Where you're kind of... You get more of a vision of, like, why they're doing what they're doing. And, yeah, and I loved Amy in this movie, in this version of it. And I'm really pleased that that actress got nominated Yes. Because I think that she did a great job. She did a great job. And also, let's raise a class to Aunt March. Uh, Finally being Aunt March's goals. Aunt March's goals for sure. Yes. (laughs) And and you know what? It did Aunt March proud. Yeah, it did. Go, Meryl. Anyhow, that was a big tangent. (laughs) That's what you come here for, folks. That is what you come here for. You come here for the tangents. (laughs) And if you don't, well, then you just don't come here, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but going back to resolutions, uh, I did want to ask, like, are there any in the past that you've had that you thought were successful or that you kind of failed at that you were like, why the hell did I have this? I guess you've kind of said you've never really made resolutions. And if I did, I don't remember them. So I don't think that they were meaningful. I'm sure that I, I mean, I'm sure that at some point I, I did weight loss resolutions. I'm yeah. sure of it. Well, I mean, I remember even a couple of years ago, it might not have been a resolution, but we both attempted dry January. Oh yeah. 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 We did do dry January. Yeah. And, um, With the exception of the Golden Globes. Exactly. And that's the whole thing. I think, no, we had two... Uh, two Eleanor Friedberger. Eleanor Friedberger. We were like, okay, we have two cheat days on dry January. It has to be Golden Globes and Eleanor Friedberger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, like, I... Okay, so I find this time of year difficult and kind of lonely and... And by that, it's just a, it's an adjustment coming off of like hanging out with your friends and having a lot of time off of work and being around either friends or family or both. And even if, you know, some of that is stressful, it's also very full. Mm-hmm. And, and then especially this year with everybody like getting sick and stuff, like sort of right after all of the like obligations of the um, events were over, it like your phone quiets down a little bit and like things get kind of sleepy and you're Mm -hmm. like going back into your own zones, which is really nice. And there's something great about that. But like, there's a part of you that also is just sort of like, Oh, this doesn't feel like as like boisterous as it's been. And it's just an adjustment. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that, yeah, I don't know. 
don't know where I was going with that. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a, it is a sleepy, lonely lonely time. It can be a lonely time. And it's cold, right? Yeah, you're getting colder. And it's, um, and it is, and see, and it's like people, I think, tend to retreat into themselves because like the holidays are a lot. And like, just like, like we were saying, our friend group, like a lot of people toward the end of the year were just like, because we had so much going on Mm. that like a lot of people were like, I just need a break. Like, mm-hmm. this is my body's way of being, like, slow down. Yeah. And I think that, um, yeah, I think it's, like, people's kind of retreat yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and I guess I was going to say, too, like, I guess um, just trying to cut off everything cold turkey in terms of, like, you know, having a glass of wine or, like, having, like, you know, delicious foods or whatever. If you're, like, I'm going completely dry and I'm eating healthy, and I'm not seeing anybody, <laughs> and I'm just like, it's like, all of those things combined are a little bit, like, sad. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, a, a better way to look at it would be like, okay, yeah, everybody's kind of, like, doing their own thing, chilling out, like, walk more, or, yeah. like, you know, but just going cold turkey on everything, I think, is just a little bit rough, and you're setting yourself up for, like, some tough times. Yeah. And I think that like if it if it serves you well and like but I don't know. I mean, you know, you're talking about it and all I can think of is this very like American puritanical punishment. I've had way too much fun during the holidays. Now I must repent, repent, mm-hmm, repent. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. I'm not eating a single fucking drop of butter and like don't get alcohol anywhere near me. And it's very extreme, right? Yeah. This idea of like I enjoyed myself. I've been and, naughty yeah. also. And like so now I have to be like really good. And and yeah, be good to your body. Be good to yourself. Mm-hmm. Do things that make you feel good for sure. Um, and enhance your life, but um, yeah, it, I feel like it varies from person to person. Well, and I think part of it just is it comes naturally anyway because you're, I mean, you know, not everybody has this, but like if you had time off at the holidays when you come back to work, like you have certain things that you put on hold because mm-hmm. even the last week of work or whatever was a little bit lax. Mm-hmm. And so you're just generally a bit more stressed out. So I feel like that's the time to like not be so strict with yourself and be a little bit more like, I mean, for lack of a better term, self-care. Yeah. <laughs> like have some self-care moments where you're yeah. like, maybe I like turn off everything and like, do a bath bomb situation and like or like you just disconnect for a while disconnect and like curl up with again movies <laughs> um you know just like that sort of stuff like getting like super cozy rather than like i need to like okay my phone is going off i need to turn that off but i understand what you're saying i feel like there is like there are alternatives in terms of like self-care, feeling better, but you know, to each their own. And some people, they maybe want to come at it hard and fast and just be like, I mean, the year that we did sober January, it was because we were coming off of like a really boozy and, um, I was sick. Oh, I guess like every other year I get uh, sick at fucking Christmas. Um, Yeah. But yeah, we were coming off of that and we, you and I agreed like in the airport in Mexico, we're like, we need some we time. Need some time. <laughs> and I remember we, fl- we flew out, I, I don't know if it was New Year's Day or the day after, but like, I remember like us both just like 
ordering micheladas and being like, we're doing this because it's a fucking necessity to get through this day, (laughs) but I don't want to drink anymore. (laughs) And what would have probably been a healthier approach would have just been like, if I don't want to drink, I'm just not going to drink. Yeah, exactly. And then it became this very rigid, like, no, not a drop, except mm-hmm. for Eleanor Friedberger and the Golden Globes. <laughs> and I remember even at the Golden Globes, like, you and I were both kind of, like, tenuous about, like, oh, oh yeah, oh, the champagne, boy, it's calling my name, but, oh, maybe I'll wait till uh, the show starts. I just won't have any during the red carpet. <laughs> and then finally I was just like, fuck this. I'm having champagne. <laughs> Every year I watch this and I drink champagne. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, to each their own. Yeah. Just as long as you're not being like mean to yourself. Or totally. Doing some kind of like interior monologue where you're beating yourself up for, you know. Right. And I think that like also just not setting yourself up to get too far off your natural routines. Like, even if you have sort of like a mindset of, I don't really want to, you know, eat a certain way anymore, like maybe some like moderation in that and like introduce slowly. Like, I just don't understand like how it's healthy to just like start all in on something and like expect change and expect yourself to like succeed. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's also like, you're going to, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. Anytime that I do, I've learned, anytime I do any kind of restricting, like, I'm just going to yo-yo. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to be like, oh, I wouldn't let myself have this and now I can have it. So I'll have all of the things, <laughs> you know, and then I like overindulge. And so, yeah, I, I I, think that, you know, with New Year's resolutions, it's like, maybe maybe the, the thought on it should be more like, you've got... 12 months. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just want more of that or less of that. And right. the goal is to just be mindful mm-hmm. of trying to do more of, you know, eating healthier when you can or making an effort to go to the gym more. But not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, For the smaller things, just like I, I would say, like maybe it's healthier. I mean, I don't know, but I, I think it might be just to sort of make those things more part of your routine for like the smaller stuff, but like those like big, like huge end all goals and resolutions. And I mean, maybe one focus on one and then give yourself like some goals. And if you don't meet them, like have backup plans for those goals, like nothing, there's no like oh, didn't do it by this date, guess I got to give it up. Yeah. Like, or I'm just a piece of shit because I can't get my shit yeah, together. because it's an ongoing thing. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah. And I feel like I keep saying this to clients. Like, I've said it to so many people, and I feel like it's the time of year for, like, New Year's resolutions. So, like, a lot of, well, I, the thing I keep saying is, like, life is just a process of, like, learning things, forgetting them and relearning them or mastering something and then forgetting you know how to master it and then remastering it, especially as it's related to mental health. Like Mm. people like are just like, oh, like I say this in therapy and I'm like, why the fuck don't I just know this? And I'm like, because you know it right now and this is good. Like you're having a moment where you know it and you know it to be true, but then like you're going to forget it because life and patterns and your brain and then you'll master it again later. But I feel like that's true of so many things. You're going to be like, on it with some things and then you're going to go off of it again and then you'll be on it again and that's okay and just like give yourself the grace to be like sometimes I'm on it sometimes I'm not it's it's gonna wax it's gonna wane Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, totally. And then also I would say too, like if something, I mean, isn't making you happier, like reevaluate how you're doing that thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that people can get like so strict with themselves and say like, oh, a lot of people do this this way. So I need to like accomplish it that way too. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people, I don't, I keep going back to like the gym, but that just seems to be like the number one thing that people, well, yeah, resolution wise, I've got a whole thing about it, but you know, like, oh, hey, like this is really working for somebody and they go every day and like it seems to be great for them. And like yeah. that's just not your thing, or you're not a runner, or you hate like interacting with others, so you don't want to take classes, or you know, like not forcing something that like isn't working for you. And then like maybe that doesn't mean that you can't have those goals you just can reevaluate like how you accomplish those goals yeah and it's uh so just now i think i misused the phrase put a pen in it what is put it does pen put a pen in it mean that let's just do this right here right now <laughs> okay um that like hey i want to remember that so put a pen in it and we'll come back to it later yeah, okay oh good okay that I was using it right. Yes. <laughs> so what I wanted to put a pen in, and now I'm going to take the pen out. Okay. Is um, and now you're going to sew it up. And I'm going to sew it right up beautifully because because <laughs> the pen I was using is is a it's a needle for it's a sewing needle. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what it is? I think that that's what it is. Put a pen in it. Yeah. Hold because it, when you're like you're going to sew it. When you're trying to make a garment, you put a pin where you want the actual stitch to go. Yes. And it's to remember that. Or like to hold a that's seam. That's where the thread something. goes through. Huh. Uh-huh. Put a pen in it. <laughs> it's like put a bird on it. Put a pen in it. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. um, motto. <laughs> so yeah, oh, so to, to uh, unpen the pen and start sewing. Um, <laughs> I uh, I have been talking a lot to women in my life, clients, friends, family, etc. Um, those who do have resolutions and those who don't, because a lot of women's resolutions and men's too. But I I'm, I know more women than men. So, um, people are talking a lot about the gym and losing weight and mm-hmm. exercise clothes and everywhere everyone goes, there's exercise clothes on display, right? Mm-hmm. So the message is right. lose weight. Every time you go to the grocery store, it's like, start off right with your New Year's resolution. Here's like a salad kit. Like, so everywhere you're going, whether it's the supermarket or the TJ Maxx, like the message is like. Hey, you're trying to lose weight, right? Right. Like, it's so fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And so to be a person alive who doesn't have a New Year's resolution to lose weight, so I'm not, like, leaning into it and being like, oh, you're right, I should get some running shorts now that they're on sale at the old TJ Maxx. Right. Or like, oh, yeah, I am doing this diet, so baby spinach on sale is a good thing. It's, like, really weird. Yeah. It's almost like subliminal messaging that's not subliminal at all. It's just, right. like, overt and kind of strange. Yeah. Like, because when you're not on a diet or or exercising in January, it right. feels real fucking weird. That it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. And I keep getting ads. Like, I keep, like it's just this constant stream mm-hmm. of, like, you're on a diet or you're increasing exercise or you're doing both. And I'm like neither right <laughs> you know and I'm like oh should I be and it's like right uh maybe at some point but like right now I'm kind of okay well and that's why like I sort of love the message of skip the gym in January or like don't resolve to lose <laughs> weight like yeah but like do it when you freaking feel like it and you can just set your own fucking goals or never 
It, like, you know, like, don't let yeah. this, this culture of suddenly an arbitrary time passed and yeah. we now all are new again and we're going to be new us, right. new you. Like, you're fine. You're perfect the way you are. If there's something you want to change, great. Make an effort to change it. But here's a resolution for you. Be a rebellious teen and think of marketing and displays as your parents and yes. just go against them. Yes, if you're seeing them, if they're advertising a little too much on the baby spinach and the spandex, just be like, I don't trust it and I don't like it. Exactly. Do it on your own terms. You get to set your own goals. Exactly. I say this only because I've been uh, shopping for like um, office furnishing, so I've been going to like Ross and TJ Maxx. Exercise here. You're seeing a lot of it, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, and just like anytime you go to the grocery store, it's all like... They have like banners and like the mm-hmm. seasonal things set up where it's like you're trying to eat more fruit, so we've got this deal. And I'm like, am I trying to eat more fruit? I don't know. I should I be? It's like you think I should? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But the but it it can be hard and it can be triggering, especially for people who, which I think are most of us, have some kind of disordered eating because to be able to eat in this culture, I feel like in a way is like have disordered eating so when you see the messages and when you see that it can be really hard so if you're one of those people struggling with the fact that you didn't do a resolution and maybe you've even done it in the past and your resolution this year is to like buck the resolution and just like be comfortable in your own skin like yeah Give it some time. The sales will go away, mm-hmm. and they'll be selling you Valentine's chocolate in no time. So exactly. Just it, it's a phase. <laughs> Let them. They're in a phase. They'll <laughs> they'll get past it. Yeah, and also like, why constrain like yourself to like a certain time of year? Like for me, for instance, like I don't make resolutions, but I tend to be much more goal oriented around my birthday. Mm. Because I'm, well, it's the fall, and I think that that just brings it out in people anyway. Like, fall's like back to school season, no matter how old you are. And you're just like, this is the time to, like, focus and do things. But, yeah, around my birthday, I tend to, like, take more stock and just be like, hmm, what did I do this year? I don't know. Let's think about that. I mean, whenever you want to do it or never. like It doesn't matter. Just because it's, like, it's... uh... I keep saying arbitrary time. Like, clearly I'm having some existential shit going on. (laughs) Time is a fire in which we burn. Like, no, I'm just... But all of this to say, like, yeah, what Lily said. You get to determine your own goals. You get to set your own timelines. Mm -hmm. And if New Year's resolutions have got you down, fuck them, man. You don't have to do it. And I will also say, here's the other thing, you know, and I think about life, this about life in general. Like, sometimes... Like luck is on your side and sometimes just circumstances are on your side. So, you know, sometimes life just gives you an opportunity that coincides with like how you're feeling and what your goals have been and what you're focusing on. And like, those are the times to capitalize on that when you're fully prepared and when life is fully prepared to give you those things, you know, instead of just setting these like impossible goals it's all a give and take of yeah. opportunity, um, wherewithal, 
um, energy, right? But, money, but like you were saying earlier, like you're coming off the holidays, which all of us, are, you know, for the most part, have been like a little bit depleted, a little bit depleted, and also you've been indulgent, yeah. So maybe you've been eating more sugar than you normally do. Maybe you've been smoking more cigarettes than you normally do, and you're also maybe exhausted because you've been going to a lot of parties, or you're exhausted because your family's wearing you down, or whatever yeah. it is. You don't have to be rigid with yourself yeah. right now just because TJ Maxx thinks you should. <laughs> exactly. They're just trying to get you to buy shit. Well, and also, don't buy shit because you just bought a lot of other shit for people for presents. And everyone's broke food in January. And everybody's broke. Like Everyone's broke in January. Yeah. Take If you're going to spend money on anything, spend money on like a self-care item. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. A bath bomb, a massage... I think I'm going to get acupuncture this year. Mm, I've mm-hmm. never done it. Maybe I that's my resolution. Yeah. That seems doable. Mm-hmm. I think it might help with the migraines. Everybody keeps telling me that. It's excellent for migraines. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, acupuncture, <laughs> massage, whatever, you know, helps you. Yeah. I mean, like whatever also you can afford. If like, you know, your budget is small and you just want like, I don't know, some time to reflect, like find a cool park that you haven't been to in your town and let's like sit down and write yourself a story. I don't know. And make <laughs> like, the time. Yeah. Like make the time for yourself. And you know, if you if the people around you are too a little too demanding of your time and you're already thinking in the back of your mind, like, shit, where am I gonna get time for that? Maybe after work, you just make a stop at the park before you get home and say, I'm running a little late, but you carve out a little time for yourself and you work it in that way. Mm -hmm. You know, take care of yourself. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Find, find workable ways of looking at the things you want to accomplish and, you know, keep trying. And if what you try initially isn't working for you, look at it a different way. Or, you know, if it doesn't work after every which way of looking at it, then say, fuck it. This goal is not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> and, and that's then say, fine. Start it. And guess what? Here's the thing about goals. There's always another one. Exactly. Like, they ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, welcome back. Yes. Season two. Woo. I think our resolution was that we would actually start podcasting again. Yeah. And look at us. We and look at us. That. We did it. We're killing it. It was, it was like, um, a break, a well-deserved break. We're back. Mm-hmm. Um, in February, I feel like the podcast will go through a little bit of change. It'll get like a little more TLC. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause in the meantime, we're restricting our gluten and our dairy and we're going to the gym seven days a week. And so we don't have a ton of time for that. And if you are doing that, I'm not knocking you. If no. it makes you feel better and it works for you, good. Hey, just don't be, don't be too mean. Don't exactly. be too hard on yourself. Exactly. Make sure you're looking in the mirror and you're loving that person. Yep. Yeah. All right. You've been mm-hmm. listening to It's a Shame. Yeah. It's a podcast. <laughs> It's in its second season. Yes. You can check us out on the the web at uh, shamepod.com. Dot com. Or on the socials at, at, at shamepod. You know, I, somebody suggested we just change the name to shamepod. Like our was, actual, it's instead yeah, of it's a shame. Yeah. And I, yeah. I was like, shamepod just sounds awful. <laughs> it's like, it's it's what I, it's, it's shamepod is like when I'm really hungover and I just feel horrible. Yeah. You're like, like in a, a shamepod. Shame yeah. 100%. Yeah. So we're not changing the name. Thank you for the suggestions. On that note, you can also email us at 
shamepod at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Tell us about your failed resolutions. We won't share it with anyone. No. Okay. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Stay shameless. Stay shameless. And we'll talk <laughs> to you in a week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.